Welcome to Backbench Bandits, a production of Dimension Media. <laughs> a subset of Dimension Media. Mikey, it's good to be back. The Backbench is well and truly populated. Yes, it's it's um it's an interesting time for Backbench, you know. Just had an election Australian election. Of course, that brings changes to the backbench. We don't know the full implications of that. There are definitely some winners and losers, and we're here to discuss all of the above. So, Andy, tell me, give me a bit of a recap. What happened? What did we see at the Australian election yesterday? Yeah, so just to give some context, it's the 19th of May. The mm. federal election was yesterday. Uh, basically, Labor coming in as a reasonable but not overwhelming favourite, um, and the Liberal Party led, or the Liberal National Party led by ScoMo, has uh, pulled a surprise victory out of nowhere, basically. There's, there's been some casualties, there's been some people coming back in, but that's the general state of play. Upset election in the favour of the LNP. Yeah, I think we could see it was tightening towards the end, but it was really yeah. an election where there was, I think, a cockiness or a general acceptance going in that Labor were hot favourites. And, yep. and I guess it just shows that uh, every election is in play and you never really know what's going to happen until you have that tw- those 20 million, 25 million people vote. So... A lesson to us all. Okay, Andy, let's start with winners. I, I want to start. ScoMo. Uh, yeah, clear winner. <laughs> and, and not just a winner in terms of, I mean, he ran a campaign where he basically just was like, everyone get out of my way. I got this. And yep. I'll tell you what, it turns out he had it, Andy. <laughs> yeah, he got this. He got this good. And, uh, and you know, and in, in Australian politics, the last 10 years or so, Every leader who has won an election has had people in the background, backbenchers, you could say, really just agitating, causing trouble. Mm. After this election, ScoMo, and we'll come to this later in Losers, but no Malco. Malco's gone. Yep. No Tone. Tone's gone. Yep. He's a man. He ran with essentially no policy platform. Yeah. He's just a blank, he has a blank canvas a blank to do what like everyone wants to do. That's amazing. Big winner. All right. Scomo, big winner. Uh, let's switch across to iterate here between winners and losers. Big loser, Tone. Tone is gone like you. Tony Abbott, former Prime Minister of uh, Australia, lost his seat to uh, Independent a yeah. former Olympian um, skier or ice skater or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Who cares, Mike? All that matters is tone is gone. No more. One of the big, the giants of the backbench. Uh, I think we do. And, I mean, putting personal views about tone aside, as as the Backbench Bandits pod, um, podcast, it's a day of mourning. It is. We 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 weep for tone. And he we, was we one of the one day we see another one as a lion of the Senate. As big as him, <laughs> he was. Uh, he was. He was one of the great backbenchers. Not in terms of his uh, contribution to public life, yeah. but his contribution to dumb shit for us to talk about on this podcast. Andy. Oh yeah, was fantastic. Now, Mikey, let's valet Paul and Tone. Let's switch back over to winners. Another one of the lions of the backbench, Barnaby Joyce. Oh, Barnaby, <laughs> a big win. I saw he's back, he, he's back big time, and I tell you what, I, I mean, as a backbencher, he will be agitating hard to get back to the front lines, I will say. 
Yeah, yeah. I, if I was Michael McCormick, whatever he's called, the current Nationals person, like you know that Barnaby is coming for that leadership. I think I, I was talking to people yesterday and I said, well, Barnaby's one. And he's clearly one. And they said, what, you mean the guy who had the sex scandal and the water scandal and, <laughs> and this and that? I said, you don't know the people of New England. Only Barnaby <laughs> truly understands the people of New England. And I tell you what, he was, um, he was there early in the – I was watching the broadcast yesterday. Barnaby was on early. And mm. at that time, it was not clear that the uh, LN or that the Liberal Party would do so well. And basically, the commentators were saying, well, Barnaby, what would you say to the about this election? And he basically said, look, the National Party understand their people. No one else understands their people. And the Liberals ran a dumb campaign because they didn't listen to me. Now, it turns <laughs> out Barnaby was a bit wrong because... Got to wait a few hours to pontificate on that, maybe. But, 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 but Barnaby, very strong. Big winner. He's back, mm. baby. Back bigger and better than ever. <laughs> right. Now, uh, switching back, Mikey, to losers, uh, the, mm. probably the biggest loser of the night, and uh, another line, not of the back bench, but of the front bench, Big Bill. Big Bill. He goes down in a, in a rough fashion, you know. Bill, having, having, having fought his way, you know, stabbed his way to the top and then stayed there for so long, you really felt it would have been fitting for him to go down in a blaze of sort of like, you know, yeah. end of a movie where you'll never take <laughs> me alive and then he's just shooting in the corner. No, it turns out quietly into the night. <laughs> he went very quietly into the night, you know, taken out by an electric that didn't want him and didn't love him. And that's, yeah. it's a sad day for Big Bill. No. Hey, Bill is gone and probably already forgotten, unfortunately, for Bill, but... Let's let's not forget all the good times that he's given us in those uh, ALP leadership spills back in the day. Those were some fucking prime Big Bill plays, and I'll remember him always in my heart. Indeed, exactly. Well, you never know. Maybe we'll we'll have to see whether he stays on as the member for Maribyrnong or whether he uh, whether he decides to throw a uh, you know a taxpayer funded uh, by election in about a month. Let's see. Yeah. I'll be honest, I could not give less of a shit. All right, moving on. <laughs> Winners, Mikey. Are Winners. there people in the Labor Party that want the leadership that are not Big Bill? <laughs> well, there I is a lot of moving and shaking this morning. I saw Albo last night was on TV giving a, giving a concession speech, which looks much more like a... Leadership uh, shoot, like, <laughs> shooting, the, uh, shooting the starter's gun, that's for sure. Yeah, no, people are moving and shaking in the Labor Party. They want that leadership. They are coming for it. Uh, I think Tanya's, we should... Tanya's confirmed. Mm, maybe we have another podcast when they um, they figure that shit out and we can, we can report on whoever came out ahead in that bloodbath. Yeah, some big plays. It'll... Uh, mm. It should be fun. I mean, the, the Labor sort of put in a bunch of rules around changing leaders that means that it's essentially impossible to axe a, uh, and a leader at this point. So then when you have one step down, yeah, that's the moment that everyone's living for. So, Oh, yeah, there's going to be some big plays coming from that. Absolutely. Uh, 
Cool. Uh, just quickly on uh, winners and losers, we'll do a double header here. I'd say winners uh, LMP, losers ALP. Just one interesting thing to note, Mikey. The ALP did not win any seats north of of Brisbane in Queensland. So in Queensland. they basically lost this this election in Queensland. Um, well, you could say they lost it everywhere, but certainly they got stomped in Queensland. And if yeah. I think back to a previous Backbench Bandits episode, post-Victorian election, where there was a huge swing to Labor, the, the, the Liberal pundits were saying, and at that time we scoffed, saying this means nothing to federal politics. And there mm. was two schools of thought, one which was, fuck Victoria, we will take Queensland by force. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was, it doesn't mean anything Federal politics is very different to state politics. And I guess well, they were proven right mm. on both fronts to a certain extent. Pundits right again. <laughs> it turns out that they are paid the big bucks for a reason. Yeah. Andy, tell me, losers, we got any more? Yeah, so uh, Clive. Clive didn't win anything. Put a lot of money in, didn't win anything. There's an argument to be made that he kind of got what he wanted, which is a, a conservative government that will cut taxes for him. But... um. Mm. You know, I think if you, he's probably hoping for a seat or two in there. So probably a loser there for Clive, for the big boy. Yeah, we did a lot of money pumped into advertising from from what I hear. You know, mm. yellow ads everywhere in Australia, but it seems you can't buy a Senate seat or, or well, maybe a Senate seat, but you can't buy a um, seat in the lower house. So mm. tough for Clive, and I'm sure the the government is still going to come after him for the seventy million that he owes his workers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I don't think the excuse of I spent it on the election is really going to hold <laughs> up. <laughs> now, Mikey, speaking of Clive, this is a senator who who got in originally on the Palmer ticket a couple of years back before becoming an independent, was one of our original backbench bandits, Lions of the Backbench, and she's back, Mikey. It looks like Jackie Lambie is back in Parliament. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Jackie Lambie. Definite friend of the pod, Jackie <laughs> Lambie. She's back. You know, she got her seat. I saw yesterday her tweeting out, you know, look for L on the uh, on the ballot paper, not for L platers, because I'm experienced. Vote for me, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, we, we may have lost some uh, some high flies. We've lost Tone. We've lost Bill, honorary backbench banner member. But by God, I think we've made up for it by getting Jackie back. You know, the people of Bernie will be will be loving this news. This is this is representation at its peak, Mikey. Well, I think you can say that about a lot of uh, a lot of this election result. Is you could say that you know we are the latte types of inner Melbourne, <laughs> and. Maybe sometimes we lose sight of the fact that uh, that doesn't represent the full demographics of all of Australia and that there are and that representative democracy does work. And that's how the likes of, you know, Jackie Lambie, Peter Dutton, people, people like that of, uh, you know, not necessarily very popular in inner Melbourne, but damn, they get the votes where it counts, Andy. <laughs> they do indeed. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Jackie's uh, hijinks. I'm Someone's sure got to look after the troops, Eddie. And yeah. go on if it isn't Jackie. <laughs> it will be. Now, um, speaking of, um, you talked before about ScoMo and how he lost tone. Uh, one person who's still there and maybe a bit of a consent for him, 
Peter Dutton got back in. Got back in. Reasonable, reasonable, um, yeah, reasonable numbers I saw for for Dutto. Mm. So, so a bit of a conservative challenger still sticking around for ScoMo, so he's probably going to just have to be a little bit afraid about that. So I'm sure that will drag the party rightward, which is... <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 I mean, it's very interesting to see where this all heads, you know. ScoMo, normally given no chance and has now won an election in his own right, does that get free him from the right? Uh, unlikely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. Um, our, boy, our boy Josh got in, got back in. Deputy leader of the Liberal Party, Josh Frydenberg. Treasurer of Australia, some would say. From Australia, anyway. So uh, he he had a bit of a close uh, a scare, but I don't think it ended up being particularly close. Um, no, Mikey, he, he weathered that twenty point swing against him in style. Some would say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Mikey, I've got some just some just tying up some small winners and losers here. Um, small losers, uh, conservative slogan writers having an opposition leader called Bill. Um, that was like 90% of their campaign. It was like the bill you can't afford. And like, they're just going to be fucking out of material with like Tanya or something. Oh, Tanya's never going to work. <laughs> like it is, it is a sad day for them. Um, small winner, I would say, of the New Zealand tourism industry. There's plenty of sad folks on Twitter saying they're going to go to New Zealand. Sad latte sipping people from inner Melbourne. Exactly. Even out in Melbourne, some would say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's pretty funny. I call that a small win for them. Yep. Um, and then I would say loser, those associated latte sipping people. Oh, you know, there's this big, this bigger set. That's true. Bigger, sadder ones. People who care about things like the Great Barrier Reef. But yeah. Hey, yeah. You know, what, what is, I mean, it's not like half of Queensland is, is employed in tourism. It'll be fine. <laughs> What's the Great Barrier Reef done for me recently, anyway? Well, I mean, let's put it this way, Andy. They made their bed. They can sleep in it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mikey. That's enough elitism from us. Let's sign off. Yes, from the latte-sitting folk of Inner Melbourne. <laughs> It's been great. Good night, and we'll see you next time. There's some uh, crazy backbench banditry in Australian politics. Bye to all our fallen warriors in the backbench. Dimension Media.